You're listening to Emergent Code, Episode 1, Part 1. Welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth, kids. Unfortunately, this isn't the Earth that we knew. This Earth is very different. Earth is no longer that vibrant ball of life that it used to be. The part of its history is long over now. Nobody alive today remembers what this chapter truly smelt like, felt like, or even looked like. Sure, it's written in the history books, as many things are, but... Uh, Imagined embellished by artists, attempting to portray over time something that they never really witnessed in their lifetime. And that's all they can really do. And as you're aware, today humans live in the last respites for our species, the Centurions. Eight in total, they exist on the husk of this planet now, creating a self-sustaining bubble of life. Ran equally by the Centurion sects, the five groups work to better each other and themselves. Outside of the Centurion, Planet Earth is an inhospitable expanse of nothingness now. A hellscape. No life has been found to exist outside the interiors of the Centurions. Humans made well sure of that long ago. However, humans being humans, and us being us, had made away from themselves. A home. A place to survive. Now these Centurions, as you might have noticed, aren't small. They are, however, encompassed by massive domes that expand over each of them, individually independent. Now, they're not close together either. Neither were the humans when they had to create them in the first place. Eventually, travel behind them was made possible underground, but few humans travel outside of the domes. The domes are there for our safety, protection, survival, and all the resources that have been scavenged and harvested over the planet has been allocated here to us. The atmosphere inside is fake, manufactured. The chemistry that we learned about when we needed it, but we're a little too late to use it effectively. Now we survive inside these domes thanks to our technology. Using knowledge to convert energy, that's what powers the last bastions of human civilization. Now whether you acknowledge it or not, you are running due to the electrical circuits of neurons that web their way through your brain, allowing the connectivity that exists within you, propelled by the chemicals you input into the system that is yourself, nothing more, Nothing less. Electricity and chemicals. But what is life but those two things fighting off equilibrium? And that's our lesson for the day, everybody. So that's that's where I'm going to let you go off. Uh, you got your next class periods ahead of you. Um, I'm just going to let you stew on that for a little bit. Uh, great, great day again, as always. You guys always impressed me. Uh, great insights from all of you. Well... If you have anything else for me, uh, you have a few minutes to mingle. Um, hey, welcome back to school. As we look over this classroom where you all are sitting in your homeroom class with Mr. Magana. Now this is your first class of the day and you've been back at it for a little bit. And as we look around, we see three individuals that maybe stand out from the rest of them. Let's look there, uh, at our three humans that are playing with us today. Who wants to go first? Yeah, so speaking of sticking out, um, I think Q sticks out like a sunflower in a field of dandelions. Um, they are wearing bright and pastel colors. Mainly they have this um, yellow, like... I think they're literally called short alls, but they're like their their overalls that like are ended shorts instead of going all the way down. 
um, bright yellow sneakers that match. They're wearing a yellow shirt under. They have um, like bleach dyed hair, but like it's blonde, but in a way that's like fading after being dyed too long ago and they never like redone it. Um, tied back in almost like a loose knot. Um, and I think they are currently um, at their desk. They have just finished cleaning up their um, glasses, kind of like square frames, putting them back. And to be 100%, they have not been paying attention at all whatsoever. They've been looking um, at what they carry with them almost literally everywhere to go. They have like, this janky looking camera um, that looks like old but refurbished like the lens is a different color than the rest of the body um it's like a professional-ish looking camera like not like a disposable kodak um if kodak exists anymore probably not um and they've been spending the last maybe 20 minutes of class just going through the old photos of the camera um it also doubles as their animon device uh, but like they're not really supposed to, apparently not supposed to do that in class when you're not like doing stuff. So they just been looking at old pictures, trying to decide what they're going to get for lunch. Wonderful. Lunch is a, a few a few hours away, but it's always good to be prepared. Uh, let's go, uh, JP. Tell us about yourself. Uh. JP or uh, Jensen Philip Tapula. Uh, he goes by JP because for some that's a mouthful. Um, he's putting various pieces of tech into his bag, trying to pack up to go to the next class. And um, he's he's kind of more of a of a bigger guy. Um, he definitely looks like he doesn't push from the table and he pulls out of his bag a, a fuse energy drink and slams it before going to the next class he's uh wearing a super simple black t-shirt jeans black boot and he does have like mid-length hair that he just keeps up and out of his face with a uh with a purple and black headband um that's his motif it's simple it it doesn't require a lot of thought because he would more uh, he would rather put more thought into his education and his tech rather than waste that energy on fashion. And um, Q kind of pokes at him a lot for it. But then in turn, JP messes with Q and his old camera. Um, he's thinking. And the only way that you can tell that is because his eyes look like they're racing. Um which definitely leads to a lot of problems running into things, dropping things. And he's, uh, he's just trying to collect his thoughts for what he needs to do after school. He also has a gold chain around his lip, a uh, very subtle, small gold chain. And on the end of it, there is a, uh, USB, like a custom USB port that he has. And, um, that's where he keeps just things that he's personally working on. And uh, he's like, uh, I, uh, oh, okay, uh, yeah, I have everything. Did I uh, check that file? And he's kind of scurrying towards the door. Excellent. And Lyra, tell us about yourself. 
Lyra's 100% the type of child to be late to school, not because of any particular failings um, of getting, you know, getting held up by traffic or whatever. Lyra is just that level of spacey and that level of um, prone to getting lost in their own thoughts. Um, Lyra is a dreamer through and through, uh, and it's kind of evident, by the way, that they present themselves. Um, when you see Lyra, you see a child covered from head to toe in freckles from all of the time that they spend out in the sun, watching the clouds go by and imagining exactly what worlds live beyond those clouds and, and exactly what monsters could be back there. They have short cropped like auburn hair falling right at their chin with bangs. Um, their big brown eyes are expressive and constantly off on another planet, truly. Um, usually you can find them with, uh, usually you can find them wearing a pair of like super beat up Converse or, you know, whatever the analogous brand is. Uh, but, but they're, they're worn from all of the times that they've spent just kind of wandering and getting lost in, you know, places. Um, they are usually also carrying a, um, they're also usually carrying a celestial print backpack with moons and stars, constellations, um, little planets all over that carries like pretty much everything that they need to be able to have a, well, so they don't feel like they're losing their head too much, right? There's um, usually a tarot deck in there uh, just in case it's time to um time to do a reading they have their three ring binder that's covered in stickers a a green ink pen a black beanie just in case maybe um and and a a sun keychain with their keys to their house on it um but yeah when lyra eventually does come into the the door and into the classroom it's the way they walk is a bit of kind of like a floating almost just kind of a wandering not even really paying attention to the other students around them just literally off on their own world now all of you are currently in centurion number five out of the eight centurions that exist and you're at school number nine within that centurion number five there's a few classes here a few sects that work together within the dome itself. The agriculturalists, the digitizers, the physicians, the numinators, and the beautifiers, all working together to accomplish the same task of keeping the centurion running, keeping the people in it alive, healthy, safe, and taken care of. Now you have all just ended your homeroom class. You have a few minutes for your passing period before you go off to your next class, and also what next class might that be? Now, I will say digitizing will come later. Uh, so besides that, you all end up in digitizing class together in a little bit. Uh, but before then, you can either take a class individually or take some classes together. Uh, however you want to go through that, there's going to be one or two of those, maybe three if you all take different classes. 
can you repeat the classes one more time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there is the agricultural class, uh, who is le- which is led by uh, Miss Lydia Bones, uh, who has been in the agriculture sect for the past 30 plus years. Um, Digitizing, which you will get to in a little bit with Miss Angel de la Noche. Uh, there's medical health, which uh, is ran by Professor Jasmine Cho. There's econ with Mr. Devante Lewis and beautification with Jacob Hounding. There's also PE electives if you wanted to go off and run one with one of those. I don't know what that looks like for your characters, though, for even if you'd like to take PE. Uh, but, you know, that exists still. <laughs> There's also any other electives that, you know, also exist, but those are the major classes, the major sects that they're um, really walking each individual person through and figuring out where is the best place for you. Now, that's also something the school is looking at for the betterment of the Centurion and for the people that live here. They do take your consideration into, or your, um, they do take your wishes into consideration, right? They know where you want to go, but they're also here looking at what you're really good at. What do you excel at? Because sometimes you might want to do one thing, but actually are very, very good at doing a different job. And so sometimes that does uh, play a role as well here. So I would say right now JP is standing in front of like a vending machine type deal, trying to get another fuse. Um, and he's having trouble because his, um, his form of payment isn't working. I, I, I would, I kind of see it. It's one of those, like, it's kind of like tap to pay, you know, one of the, one of those deals. And he's, um, messing around and he's just like, I know I turned, uh, Maybe, maybe I blocked it. Hold on. And he's just typing and it's just not working. And he's, you can see the frustration on his face and he wants to kind of like get mad at it, but he's like, it's really not that big a deal. Um, oh man. Hey, uh, hey, hey, hey Q, can you, can you kill me real quick? I, I think, uh, Q, um, Quentin also goes by Q. I didn't mention that earlier. Um, uh, was, probably just like absolutely like standing like next to them because friends also like they're gonna get some um not pizos that's a star wars snack <laughs> um cheezos from the vending machine and they're like uh, uh, what? what what's up can you can you can you see if i think i think there's something wrong do you mind trying and i'm just trying to get a fuse man sure and they're gonna go over and um i don't know just uh, attempt to also uh, put in their payment form and try getting it, and I think it still doesn't work. Like he's like, uh, I don't know if it's just like your drink or the machine's just like busted. Wait, uh, try to get something else. What were you gonna get? Cheezos? I heard you say that. Cheezos, yeah. Um, and I think they try to get that, and the Cheezos actually work just fine. You gotta be kidding me. Is it just... And he starts hitting the machine lightly like, Come on! I have, like, four minutes, but please! Uh, JP, while you're struggling with this thing, um, go ahead and make me a logic test to figure out if you can see how, uh, how this thing is working. I know. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that this is... Well... This probably isn't the first time that you've had an issue with one of these. Now, there are these, um kind of vending machines that have snacks there of different materials too if you need those um yeah let's make a logic test this is this will be a standard difficulty 
Um, do I gain any type of proficiency or something because of my type feature? Absolutely. Yes, you are good at technology. You are good at, at looking through this kind of thing. Okay, so that adds an additional, was it D6? Yes. Let me get another D6. Two sixes, a four, and a two. Perfect. Uh, that is a great success. Um, as you take a look over this vending machine, uh, you actually scan your, your Annie tool to it, and it has a little bit of tech stuff that you've put in there. Uh, and you get the readings from this thing, and you actually can figure out that, like, well, it's not empty. Uh, this thing is actually just has a little bit of a... Uh, a circuitry problem specifically and and you actually pop out uh, a little tool from your uh, bag or wherever you hold your little tools uh and and actually just pop in there and fix that uh little wiring really quickly yeah hey so uh jp turns to q and he goes hey uh watch my back real quick yeah 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 and then q's gonna turn around very like with their camera out, just like, hey, I'm taking a picture. Everyone look at me. Well, and while he does that, JP kind of lifts up his shirt a little bit, and he's got, like, this, um, it's kind of like a black, like, zipper case. It's not a fanny pack. It is a tech case, and he is very adamant about that, because everybody thinks it's a fanny pack. Fanny packs are cool. They're in fashion. And he, he pulls out his tools, and he opens the payment form assistant up a little bit, and within a few seconds, um... Actually, I'd like to do something. Oh, okay. Uh, within a few seconds, the machine light flickers, and and then it turns back on like as if as if it was rebooted, but everything in the vending machine drops. So all of the snacks, all of the uh, all of the drinks, they just start coming out. And so he grabs three fuses and he grabs like four bags of che- uh, Cheezos and he gives it to Q and he goes, "Let's go, let's go." And as you look around, yeah, you guys are, are bolting. Uh, other students have now caught that there's free snacks on the floor, too. So, Yeah, Q grabs it, and after one's like, hey, you could say there's a blown fuse problem. <laughs> can, can we go? <laughs> hey, Mira, do you want some Cheezos? Lyra's, again, barely paying attention, <laughs> just, like, not even, like, clocking what caused the Cheezo explosion, but being like, Mm, piece of candy, mm, a piece of candy, <laughs> and just like picks up a pack of Cheezos and and uh, Skydolls. Yeah, let's. <laughs> uh, yeah, Skydolls and Cheezos. Skydol, Sky, yeah. Um, but that's it's like actually called Sky Duels, but no one says it correctly because that's a weird name. I don't know how you guys could eat that. It has so much sugar. I mean, it's just going to just mess with everything. As you hear, <laughs> he opens up another fuse and starts drinking. <laughs> J- JP, you're you're at the restaurant like every day. Well, yeah, because, I mean, I like the food. Do you know how much, like, spice is in the, like, ramen you eat every day? Yeah, because my family gives you guys the chilies to do it. Like, I know. It's like as bad as like the sky tools. Sugar makes the world go round. I I don't think it's to that extent, but you know. Sugar makes the world better. Anyway, have a great day. Oh, bye, bye, and Lyra. As soon as you say that, Lyra, 
you all see that the lights of this hallway just flicker and turn off for just a moment, and then they're they're back up. And this is not a usual occurrence here. The power in the Centurions, as you all know, is ran by the grid. And even when the grid starts to fail, there's backup generators. So the fact that there is even a little bit of a power surge is not anything that you have seen recently at all. I did not do that. Or maybe I did? From a vending machine? No, this one wasn't me. Okay, sugar makes the world better. Okay, I swear. Did we upset the sugar gods with our... Sugar gods? <laughs> no, you didn't. I'm the sugar gods. And he just kind of puffs his chest out a little bit. I'm kidding. What, what class do you guys got next? I'm going to, to aggro. They look at their watch that they are not wearing. Yeah, agriculture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you guys don't know what the schedule. It's on the... They got it. It's in your... Okay. Yeah, um, no. It's, I have it on my watch. They point to their non-existent watch. You're not <laughs> wearing no... There's no watch. Okay, maybe it's me. Um... Okay, well, I I have... Oh, my God. I have a minute and I have to get to aggro. You guys be well. And <laughs> JP turns around and walks in the direction, but then he immediately realized it's the wrong direction, so it's kind of like they're standing by the lockers and he goes to the left, and then you just see him come back on screen and he goes to the <laughs> right even faster. Lyra just winds up at beautification. It... Is that maybe the, the class they were supposed to go to? Who knows? Because Lyra's thing isn't charged. But... I love that for Lyra. <laughs> but they end up with beautification, and that's where they're at today. Wonderful. All right. Uh, uh, Q, you're headed over to uh, Agro also, yeah? Um, I think they say that, and then they, <laughs> they go in the direction that JP was originally going in, and unfortunately, end up in econ. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's pop over to Agro as we follow JP racing down the hallway with his minute and a half to spare. A minute now that he's gone the wrong direction. As, yeah, JP, you are not running necessarily, but you're moving quick at least to get to this class on time. And it's definitely Olympic speedwalker. Like the shoulders are moving, the hips are swiveling. He's he's trying to get one there. foot on the ground at all times, though. <laughs> <laughs> As you make your way into the greenhouse where agriculture classes usually being held. And as you get in there, you see everybody else has taken their their lab spots. Um, and this is a classroom that is also a greenhouse. There's a lot of plants in here, um, and specifically the ones that you've been working on for the past couple of weeks or so, um, have they been these bean sprouts that you everybody has out on their tables. Uh, you have a stack of six different cups with uh, these little seedlings in it, and everybody's in the different process of taking care of their plants in, in different ways. Uh, here's kind of an experimental agriculture class where the goal is to grow the bean sprouts, but how you go through that process and what you might add to them or do to them uh, is kind of the experiment itself here. I um, 
I, um, I go over to um, my little area, which has like that. It's a small like FBI type white tent over it. Perfect. And there's like a small little glow of light inside of that tent. Like it's kept very, very like closed off um, because in there I've taken all four of the types of bean sprouts or beans that I've gotten as a sample. And I'm trying to find a way to put them together to form one, one structural Ooh, bean. Mega bean. Excellent. Uh, and you can see that there's different things set up at each station too. Uh, some people are, are playing music to their beans. Some people are adding the same drink that you uh, were drinking earlier to their beans. Uh, some people, you know those aren't gonna work, but you never know, experiments can happen. And as you're entering and getting your station prepped up, uh, you see Miss Bones, uh, who is, as always, in her dirt-caked overalls, um, denim, up and down, gloves already caked with mud. She's already been out working today. Uh, this seems like her break time. Uh, she is constantly seen outside, constantly seen uh, in and around the different silos. Uh, in fact, she was the agriculturist lead for the silos for about 10 years before uh, moving over into the education section. So she knows her stuff. Uh, and just perusing around, looking through at these different things and how how much are you paying attention just to your station or to everything else right now? I'm heavily focused on my station because although the project is to grow the beans, for JP it's not that, it's his miniature artificial environment system that he's trying to develop which is why that little and it's, it's like a super small tent it's not something mm -hmm. crazy um it's probably like the size of a milk crate like a very small like milk crate um that's what his main focus is on whether the bean lives or dies that's fine it's just does my system work to where it could sustain this life so that's what he's focusing on okay awesome uh, and as you're focusing in on on your specific tent, uh, you hear a voice from behind you. Hmm. Well, I'm curious to see how this one ends up also. Those beans themselves? Maybe. This tent. Interesting. And you look back and you see the curled up, uh, very tight bun of Miss Bones, who is perusing into your tent, uh, looking in and seeing seeing how you're doing. Oh hey, <laughs> hey, uh, Miss Bones. Thanks. Um, I um, if, just don't 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 open the window just yet. And I'm I'm still trying to figure out a couple things. But but thank you, thank you. Uh, honestly, I you know with with my family, you know this this is important because if I if I figure this out, um, maybe it'll save us on some space and some time. There's a lot of plots being used. So, um, but yeah, if you yeah, sorry. And he's like kind of hunched over, over the tent. He's got like a notebook, which to him is arcane. And he's just like taking notes as best he can. Well, you don't need to apologize for anything. It looks like you are doing some interesting work over here. Keep at it. And she turns off, leaving you to go back to your tent and, and do a little bit of work. And as you sit there and, and 
fiddle around and, and tweak some things, add some stuff, and make some adjustments, um, your device goes off. And you look down at it, and you see that there's a message from your parents. Just, are you in class right now? Is the message that pops up. Um, I text back the thumbs up emoji. You get a response back. Okay, power's being weird over here. Just making sure you're safe. I um, I send a heart with a T and a Y for thank you. And then immediately after that, I send a, a digital file for resetting all of the agricultural systems that I had set up, as well as the power grid that's structured to our home. It's a list of step-by-step this is how you turn the modem off and on again, dad, please do this exactly. And, um, after I said what seems to be like a lot of complicated steps to do like a, a reboot on the system, um, I said, love you. He sends back. Thanks. Tried that already. I'll try it again. And a heart. <laughs> <laughs> I just leave it at that. Cause I know he didn't try it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and as you're you're working on your tent and your plants, um, another flicker happens. As this one in the greenhouse here, it's it's set up a little bit differently. The electricity, because there are the grow lights, and it's interesting that the grow lights themselves didn't flicker, but the lights of the greenhouse themselves do. And as soon as they do, you see that Miss Bones immediately pokes her head up and. Just doesn't say anything, but just is looking around. I think I do notice that because the power flickering on and off, it like concerns me about what I got going on. And so my head pops up and I'm kind of looking around and then I see her with that look. And um, I want to go up to her and ask her like, do you know what's going on? It's been happening all day. All day. Hmm. It shouldn't be happening at all, honestly. No. This is the first one I've seen. Ever? Or well, just... today at least. Oh, has this happened before? Not for a while. Um, hmm. I wonder what's going on over there. I'm going to make a few calls. And you see her go back to her desk and, and get on the phone. Uh, and, and she sits there for what feels like the rest of the class period. Uh, she feels very distracted. She's no longer actively paying attention to the work that's being done at the tables with the pea plants. Although she's, you know, still has teacher ears on and whatever, you know, still, you know, being around, but she's at her desk now, uh, going back and forth between phone calls and the computer. And her her own uh, Annie tool as well. It looks like she is maybe sending messages or, or discussing something with other people. And as you continue on with your class, um, by the end, she just, uh, okay, is there any other questions about the project or anything from anybody else um, before you get going for today? And as she's saying this to the students, you could tell that she is still looking up at the lights and looking around at the room itself. I, um, I think... JP just kind of looks at the lights too. He doesn't have any questions because he's really dialed in to what he's got going on, but the power surges and the flickering on the lights, that's concerning to him. 
So he just kind of keeps quiet, packs himself up. As we leave the greenhouse and we head towards the outside world, well, inside the dome still, but we're finding a courtyard. And in this courtyard, there's a group of students that have all kind of gathered around. Some look like they are supposed to be there and some look like they have miscellaneously wound up there and sitting on a large rock uh, on top of this grassy hill is a guy sitting in, in just a white t-shirt, black pants, long hair that goes all the way down uh, towards his mid chest or torso. Just kind of sitting on this, this large rock as everybody gathers up to around him as we see Lyra is also among this group. As Lyra, you, you walk over with everybody else and you hear that Hounding has already started uh, talking about plants, talking about life, talking about the sky and how it's so important that we need to make everything like beautiful. We have to care for everything and, and show everyone else in here that they're, they're worth caring about too. If they're worth caring about, then we have to care about where they are. And that's our job here. We got to make sure that, because, hey, we don't, you know, worry about everything else. But if our environment is good, you're going to feel good. And that's what we do here. This is the most rapt attention Lyra has had all day is listening to this teacher. Just like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm completely on board with this. Yeah, this is, this is some good stuff. So that's uh, what we're going to be doing today is making your environment look good so yeah. you can feel good. Here, I, I brought out a bunch of uh, supplies, a bunch of stuff. Uh, and you look down and there is all manners of things. There's chalk, there's paint, there's plants, there's seeds, there's rocks, there's, there's a hodgepodge of stuff that most people would overlook. But in this case, if you grab enough of those things that are small enough, pretty enough, now you can do something with them. And it looks like they've already been gathered. All right, well, today we're uh, doing that. Any uh, questions? Comments? Concerns? If it makes you feel good, do it. What's inspiring you today? Ah, you are. Welcome in. Me? You! I love this! Any gestures just at all of you? Ah, oh, yeah. This is pretty great. Uh... Yeah, Lyra is just excited to dig in, get their little hands dirty with all of these, the accoutrements of creation before them. Um, they gather up the rocks because, of course, you can't present rocks and not have this child want them. So they gather up the rocks, they gather up the, um, the, the chalk probably a little bit of water too so that they can like mix the water and chalk up to make paint um and uh completely forego using brushes or whatever but um and then is are we given like little lots of space to beautify or like what's going on here so he just kind of has gestured to the entire courtyard so okay 
there's a grassy hills area, there's benches area, there's some trees out here. Uh, not very many of them, but there's a few of them. Uh, again, this is all still a manufactured environment, but it is still just like, you know, anybody can do with landscaping. You can put anything anywhere if it makes, if it works, right? So pretty much he is having you make this area more welcoming or whatever that means to you. Lyra has kind of set up camp underneath one of the smaller trees, like maybe like a newer tree that hasn't quite started, you know, growing super wide or super tall just yet. But they still want to make sure that, you know, even though that tree isn't impressive now, doesn't mean it won't be impressive in the future. So um, they've started mixing up like the water and the chalk to kind of create and you know again like chalk paint and then they start like dipping the the rocks like in that chalk paint um to create like almost like watercolor type patterns on the rocks and then um just completely just tones out the rest of the world or um it tunes out the rest of the world as they create like almost like Fibonacci spirals around the base of the of the tree so that like the the tree is like the source of the Fibonacci spiral and then like oops sorry uh and then it just kind of continues out in like the golden ratio they they're just like now like in the zone absolutely in the zone doing this perfect uh and yeah, uh, it looks like you, you work on it for the rest of the class period, and it takes that long. Um, and as you finish, you put your last block down uh, and look up and you see Jacob Hounding is now standing on his rock, just kind of and has been watching you finish this sequence for who knows how long. And as you turn around, he just looks over at you this is exactly what I'm living for. Yes. And you look around and there's there's other students that have done other things. Um, there's other rock sculptures and chalk art that's on the walls that kind of drips down and, and goes into the flooring um, and just is des designs everywhere. And some of them match and work together. You can see that a couple of students grouped together and did some stuff, uh, but it is all the also eclectic but fits all of these different things um and looking around you can see that yeah everyone's almost everyone has done a very different thing that all work together as he gathers you all around again well great morning isn't it well i'll be out here if you ever come want to come back add some stuff well, wonderful job, everybody. This has been the most enlightening class all week. Well, I hope to see you soon. Come back yeah. when you have a free moment. Yeah. Even if it's just to sit and experience what we've all made here today. Absorb the splendors of everyone else's creation. Yes, precisely. As he just he sits back down on the rock. And we pop over back to the inside of the class. 
where we catch up with Q. And Econ class is almost the complete opposite vibe of Jacob Hounding's beautification class. As you walk into this room, it is very businessy in the sense where everything is clean and in its proper place. And there are the computers set up, there's the tables that are set up, the screens are all pristine, the keyboards are all immaculate, and on the uh, sitting at the desk, you see a an older gentleman uh, with really long, uh, mixed with black and gray uh, braids that go all the way down to his waist, uh, and he is dressed up. He is in a suit, uh, and as you all walk in, it is just known what is kind of expected of you at this point. Uh, everyone takes their spots, takes their seats. As you see that there's already something prepped up on the board um, where you are looking at the uh, business model of, in this case, and this is your specific class uh, of restaurants. As they start to look through um, the different ways that the coinage of the system works, how you get different foods and different stuff, how you order things from the silos. Uh, these are all parts of, of econ. Uh, as Mr. Lewis goes back and, and begins to explain parts that you've heard before, but all of this is stuff that he almost says every single day. And for some people, this might be the first time they are finally hearing it. Uh, as you here once again, or maybe for the first time, information about a little bit of how the tax system works and how some uh, the the commerce here works. And there's people in your class that are either similar to you helping their a family business or starting to design their own, or even are just wanting to know a little bit more about how this system works. Yeah, I think every time they go to this class, they are just like, very bleh about it because they're like like money what finance whatever and they're just gonna like kind of look at the students just like like whoever's sitting next to them's like so like i've been here for like taking this class for like a week or two and when do we get to the part where we get to the ecological effect of owning a restaurant uh this person looks at you and and uh they are small, uh, a little little scrawnier than you are, short cropped hair, uh, as they look back. Um, I think, do, uh, do we even get to that in this class? Uh, well, that's what, that's what, e, e, the, eco, eco class, right? What, uh, um, no, not, not really. This is like the economy of money, right? This is like, how do you keep a business running and Econ? like pay, pay stuff? Yeah, like, oh, like that's... money and numbers and Fuck. right. I think you're thinking of a different class. I just, I just thought like the N next to eco was for like new. You said you've been in here for only one week. Probably. Uh, okay. Um. I, I, well, uh, it doesn't sound like it's too late to drop it. Um. If that's. Uh, do you need help? Um, 
And Q like just like looks like <laughs> that's a very broad question. Uh, and are you talking about in the class? I was. Do you need help in a? Oh wait, hold on. And you can see that they pull out their uh, device as well, and, and it looks like they've also got a message. Um, and you see them just look at their phone real quick and. Oh. Uh... Hmm. Okay. And then they send a text back. All right. Uh, well, I'm gonna have to actually get going in a little bit. Uh, but uh, if you need uh, help with work later. I guess. I, no, I just. I know. Just sometimes words are hard and reading is hard. Um, oh, boy. So, like, I was just in this class because, like, I don't really. Like, we run the restaurant not because we need the money. It's because, like, we need, you know, to play. And the people around. Like, the, I Sorry. What, I didn't get your. I'm just talking to you. Yeah. I'm uh, like, sorry. I'm talking at you, and I don't mean to do that. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I it's just, fine. yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, if you go by the restaurant later, lunch is on me. I, okay. I know that's not a very econ, econ, economical way to run a restaurant. Econom, that's a bad word. I'm, I'm gonna go. Thanks. Well, I'm, I'm probably gonna go to Kevin. It's nice to see you again. Kevin. Yeah, Q. I, I'm nice to meet you. Uh, officially, Kevin. Uh, yeah. Uh. I mean, I'm pretty sure we had. It's nice to meet you again. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, let me know if you need math help. I guess. Uh, oh, and I, I, you yeah, hear the phone I, ring, uh, and Lewis picks it up. Uh, and within the next couple of minutes, uh, Kevin is is sent out, um, and he said, "I I'm, I guess I'm going home." Uh, oh, okay. Good, good luck, I guess. Yeah, no, ha have a good day. It's not that I'm bad at math, I just don't like it. Oh, well, I can't, I don't know if I can help with that part. Uh, no, I don't think you can. That's okay. Okay, uh, I'll see you later, I guess. Uh, they they just give up like a piece of store. Yeah. All right, bye. <laughs> and you see them just take their stuff and, and head out of the room. And over the next class period, uh, how, yeah, how's how's Q actually? What are you working on in here? Um, <laughs> there. If anything, so, yeah. so this is it's a restaurant business. So like now that uh -huh. they understand what the class is, they care even less. Perfect. Um, so <laughs> what they're actually going to do is that you see them like I don't know on the laptop or whatever. It looks like they're working on restaurant stuff. But and they have like a Excel or Google Sheet doc or whatever, but they're actually just working on the menu for the restaurant. And so this is just like, okay, well, if I want to make like this new dish, I need like, and like, I need like to get like three crates of onions, some like goshigaru, some cilantro, and but like. <laughs> maybe the teacher is like caught on like it's not quite so they just start putting stuff in code like cilantro is like c4t um and like other stuff just like so they don't have to like talk because it's like yeah no i need to find a different class all right and as you're working on the menu and and getting side glances for uh not doing your exact task here uh 
a few other students get called up and sent out as well. Uh, and it looks like they're just simply going home or something. Uh, they're getting signed out, whatever that means. Um, and while you're working on, towards the end of the class, uh, while you're working on something, how often, hey, how often does Q hit the save button? Not enough. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As you're working on the uh, the last touches of the menu, you know there's a, only a few minutes left and you're actually getting anxious to pack up already. As all of the computer screens... <laughs> And Q's with him, so I was like, all right, time to... And then they all start to flash back on and reboot. And you could see that, like, you just hear the immediate, like, what the... F like, groans and, and, like, people are not happy that this has just happened. Obviously. Because <laughs> you are not the only person that has not hit the save button recently. Um... Does this mean we could go home? Um, I guess so. Everyone else seems to already be doing that. Is, uh, is there is there a reason for that? Am I missing something? Well, it looks like uh, there's been some issues with the grid today. Um, yeah. You clearly just saw one of them now. I don't think it's anything to worry about, but... Oh, Some actually, people are back home for uh, their own their own personal reasons. I. So the grid is affecting more than just the school. That's what it seems like. Yes. Okay, I should probably go home then, because if it's affecting the restaurant, I need to check everything hasn't spoiled. Hmm. Good to be aware of. Um, yeah. Maybe a text first, but possible. You can't leave without getting signed out, though. So. I mean, I could sign myself out. I'm, you know. Well. Good luck. And he goes back to typing away. You can see that the, the work that he's working on right now is far and away, like, just way more complex than anything that you've seen in this class at all. Mm hmm. Looking at his computer for a brief second just kind of gives you a headache. Yeah, yeah. And I think they want to uh, shoot a text to uh, my sibling that also works at the restaurant with me. <laughs> uh, she's like, uh, quick next, like, hey, is everything good there? Nothing spoiled? Uh, nothing crashing? Do you need any help? Um, and then hit send. Yeah, you get a text back uh, within a few minutes of nothing spoiled, power went out, but backup generator seems to be working. Cool, cool. Um, well, I'll probably, I'll, I'll try to leave early today and then try to like make sure everything's all good. You get a two thumbs up. And your class is significantly uh, more sparse than as it began, as you also wrap up your econ or whatever it happened to have been. As the three of you end up in your next passing period, right before lunch, as you together end up in your digitization class. 
And as you all three end up in here, you can already tell that there are significantly fewer students here than there were was earlier today. Uh, it is pretty much at this point, uh, you three and uh, maybe a handful of other students. Uh, and your digitization teacher, Miss Angela Dinaloche, as she uh, is sitting back in, in this really big, comfy-looking chair uh, in this computer lab that you all have walked into. And it's it's more than just a computer lab. It's more of a... Because that's more of what econ has. It's just, here's your place to do work. Uh, in digitization class, it is more of a maker space. It is more of a place that has just tech stuff. There's stuff to build with. Uh, there's stuff to build your own tech with. There's stuff to build whatever you want with, really. Uh, there's places to add, places to you know do some soldering. There's places to do some coding. There's places to do 3D printing. There's a lot of stuff here in this room. Uh, and right now, the places that used to have big lines and a bunch of people are empty because it's really just five or six of you right now in the class. As you all meet back up. Um, I would say that uh, when Q and Lyra walk in, JP has already been there for at least a good 10 minutes. And... Um, He's got <laughs> he's he's got uh, these black tech gloves on his hand because he knows okay oils uh, can mess with the circuit so okay we're just gonna do that and I'm um he's he he saw that there was no one in there and he's like I'm taking advantage of this right now and um it's just fiercely focused and working on his uh on his tool and on his on his and any tool. <laughs> Lyra comes into the classroom just still full of bliss and you know planning out maybe the next um pattern that they want to do to beautify the next tree in the courtyard um and i assume being outside we didn't know anything about these like power outages going on just mm -hmm. blissfully yep. unaware yep. of like so yeah Lyra, not thinking a single... Well, usually not thinking a single thing, but especially not about power outages right now, just because, you know, they're pretty low-tech just in general, so... I think uh, Q uh, comes up to, like, both uh, JP and Lyra. It's like, hey, uh, did y'all know Econ stands for economy? <gasps> wow. It's, I, I thought it was new ecology because, you know, like when you have things on the menu, that N after uh -huh. it usually means new. Uh-huh. And so like eco. So like that was a waste of like two weeks. New new ecology sounds like it would be a lot more fun and right. a lot more expressive, you know? Yeah. Because it's like. You know, like, I try to get stuff local okay. for the restaurants, so like, the ecological effect of restaurants. I, so I thought, you know, it's a weird day. What else is weird today? Other, well, no, the vending machine was normal, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Super totes normal. Yeah. Um, there, so, the... Econ professor was saying like there's um, like the grid is having issues like not just here at the school 
but like everywhere. Huh? Did you did, did you hear about that, JP? Hmm. What? Uh. The. Well, no, I'm not hungry. I'm fine. <laughs> I, oh, that just almost. Uh, no, no. The the grid. So like, apparently it's not just happening here. It's so, like oh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh yeah, I got a text from my dad. He said like one of our um one of our systems kinda had to like he had to re he had to reboot something. So yeah, no, apparently it's just not it's not here. Um it's it's all around. Um Lyra, can you hand me that three point seven two soldering gauge? They just hand you a pencil. That's not what I need. Um it's I'll be right back. And then he goes to get it himself. Wait, you said that the grid is having issues? Like, do you mean that people can't make a grid anymore? Like, you know, I, it's just intersecting lines, right? The the, 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 the power grid, like the, the electricity and stuff that makes stuff go. Like the power. So like at the restaurant, um, I thought it was going to like the power went out there, too. But we have a backup generator, thankfully. But I think I'm still going to go home after lunch to try to sort that. If this were really an anime, you would just get like the dot, dot, dot over Lyra's head. Like all of that. Just like. Yeah. Truly. <laughs> Which is funny know. coming from Q. <laughs> <laughs> to, to add to that, I would imagine while you guys are having uh, this aside in the background, you just see JP going from one place and because he's got three stations going on at once and he's just going oh, this is so great I can do everything he said at once he says no one's going to be here and, and and then we're just kind of like standing like in the middle of where you're actually supposed to be working but you're just going around us because you know we're not going to move it's like Abed adventures and community where he like has adventures in the background of every episode yeah <laughs> <laughs> so good and as you three of you are discussing what's going on and hanging out uh, the door opens and in walks your your teacher, uh, who is uh, you can see has some wearing wearing a big uh, hoodie that just says you just need to think on it, and just these really big comfortable pattern pants uh, that walks in uh, five two but very very bouncy uh, as they walk in and see they get kind of caught off guard by how few people are actually in this class. Um, you see that they're actually working on. Uh, their Annie tool as well. Um, and you know that this is, well, this is one of the people that sits and actually creates the new um, Annie tools and the, the Animon that everybody is aware of. So we haven't really talked about this part yet, uh, but there is, there's your Annie tool and attached to it, associated with it is an Animon. And digitization class is the class that you help to design and manipulate and work with your specific animon. And right now, that's that's kind of the one of the main goals here in digitization class. Now these animon, these any tools can be used to communicate messages as maybe they've already been doing a little bit. Um, they can be used to communicate around the, the centurion in the dome itself. Um, and very, very useful for a lot of different tasks and many different things as creative as you can get with them it can be programmed to do anything really 
And that's one of the goals here. Uh, and walking in, seeing that there's very few people. Okay, uh, well, I guess there goes my lesson for today, because um, we can't do it with just the seven of you. Six of you. So there's been weird power stuff, we all know that, I guess, at this point. It looks like it. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on there either, but we're uh, gonna figure it out, I guess. Uh, or don't worry about it, either one, it's one or the other. Um, your job is to just do your work right now. Um, questions? Wait. Yeah. So, so the, so the lights are having issues? Uh, some of them, yes. Um, some places are, well, we're, we're, we're working on it. Um. I knew it's because we pissed off the sugar gods. The sugar gods? I don't think that that really has... Don't, don't, don't worry about it. Um, JP and Q, I knew... Well, the council is working on it. Um, and they're, they're getting they're working on helping the sugar gods. It. It's don't, okay. Don't. Yeah. Yes, we're gonna we're placate good. them, I suppose. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, besides that, hey, it's uh, it's, it's uh, work time. So do what you need to do. Ready, go. And she claps her hands and and just kind of goes back to her desk because uh, this is a makerspace. You know, whatever whatever project you're working on, whether it's your any tool or, you know, anything else at all, really, at this point, uh, because the lesson for today is scrapped, essentially. Uh, and as you just get working on your own different projects uh, for the next 15 or so minutes and making sure to uh, hit that save button as you work or do, do whatever you need to do, uh, there is another blackout as the lights go down and all of the computers all shut down as well. Oh, you, you gotta be kidding me. I was just, damn it. I didn't save. All right. Uh, well, there's another one, I guess. Um, maybe this one's a quick one. No? <sighs> okay. All right. Well, if it's not going to turn back on, then we have to go to somewhere else, I suppose. Um, all right, let's grab our stuff. And she stands up. And the other students also stand up as well. And all right, let's, uh, I guess we'll finish this somewhere else. Maybe the other lab is working. But the lights have not come back on. As she starts to guide out the, the other students, um, what do the three of you do? Hey, Lyra, how strong are those sugar gods? Again, sugar runs the world. I mean, it powers us. It gives us carbohydrates that, you know, helps our bodies go. I mean, what what is the world unless, like, the people are able to be active? All right, door's closing. I'll see you all. Uh... <laughs> And she's she's <laughs> ready to go. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I guess we should go. And the door <laughs> closes, <laughs> leaving the three of you in this dark room. You you see JP like putting his. Or are we we're still in the classroom. Yeah, she just left you in there. Oh, okay, 
JP has his hand on, on, on the desk and it's one of those just like he's rubbing his hands back and forth on the desk and he's like this needs to stop I was so close at being finished JP as you say that the computer light turns back on <laughs> no thank you oh, uh, 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 okay cool he pulls out his USB plugs it into the port and he's just like save enter it, like you can just hear the ferocious clacking of saving everything that he possibly can but it's, it's weird that it's just your computer and as you plug in your tool your tool lights up as well and Q the computer in front of you lights up <laughs> huh Look, they look up, like, at nothing, obviously, and look back down. It's like, this we weird, right? Weird? As Lyra, <laughs> the computer in front of you lights up. Oh, what is happening? And finally, the big screen in the middle of the class lights up. <laughs> and uh-huh. on that screen, you see a message that, in all caps, it says... An area in your vicinity is experiencing issues connecting to the grid. Backup power is on the way. As the three computers that have also lit up start to shine brighter and brighter and brighter. Making you just have to shield your eyes from the intensity of the screens. And Q, you're plugged in to your Annie tool. As in your hand, it starts to vibrate and um, get a little warmer that's not good they're gonna like i don't know they're like um how do i vent this thing take off the cap for the lens nope, that's not gonna work um as lyra you feel that your any tool also starts to vibrate i thought i drained the battery on this thing yeah you never charge it and you look down and the battery is fully charged as all three of them now, as the light illuminates the room, and you hear a loud clutter, and then a couple of grunts and groans, and noises that weren't in the room previously with you. Um, can we get the lights back on now? JP, you understand these things. And as you say that, Q, the power of the big screen goes off and it pops back on and says, thank you for your patience. And all the lights in the room light back up as well. And you see the three of you. And you see three other entities. I'm I'm white knuckling a soldering tool. <laughs> just uh no um th- this is this is a little bit out of my wheelhouse you just kind of like instinct camera click <laughs> wait, wait so you 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 don't know what this is jp no i've i've never i've never seen i've never seen this happen and you do recognize the shapes and colors of your own animon that are in your any tools.
Thank you so much for joining us today for Emergent Code. Check out the show's description for links to our cast. Production for the show is handled by Archival Desk Bunny. All music and sounds courtesy Epidemic Sounds. We use the Animon Story System by Zach Barrow with a few homebrew editions of our own. And to stay up to date on all things Emergent Code, make sure to point your Annie tools to at Emergent Code Pod on Twitter. See you next time.